0: Section 78 of American Myths and Legends, volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Goggle-eyed Jim. Near Lake Drummond in the dismal swamp is a lonesome house, half in ruins, surrounded by rotten palings and dead trees. It is said to be of great age for a new country to have been built, in short, by a land partner of one of the famous pirates of the Spanish Main, who wanted a safe hiding place both for captured treasure and himself. Being so close to the line between Virginia and the Carolinas, he felt that in case of pursuit by the officers of either colony, he could claim to be out of their jurisdiction. And this uncertainty as to boundaries helped a number of other scalawags out of trouble in later years for they took shelter there also and even so late as the civil war it was used by spies deserters blockade runners and smugglers a rumour that the place was beset by haunts favouring the privacy that lawbreakers and adventurers wished to keep at one time a poor parson set up his office here for the wedding of runaway couples and the spirit of a bridegroom slain by the angry father of the bride is one of the haunts most often seen about the place another phantom that may be me met in this vast and lonely marsh is that of goggle-eyed jim a horse-thief of distinction who wore green goggles as a disguise and came to his end but that is a mystery the when the where and the how of it suffice it that the fellow had been troublesome for many years along the border and he usually kept so close to the state line that when a carolina sheriff was after him he could dodge into virginia and vice versa at last, a Carolina constable was put upon his track by a swamp angel, as residents of the swamp were called, and followed to this house near the lake. The thief-taker's mad was up, and, requisition or not, he was resolved to have goggle-eyed Jim. Under cover of night, he climbed by a rickety ladder to a window where he had seen a dull light, and, looking in, he saw Jim carousing with a bold-looking woman. They were drinking liquor from tin cups. "'You don't go out of this place alive,' muttered the constable, as he pulled a big pistol from his belt. Jim's face was toward him, and the thief still wore his goggles. It seemed as if the eyes behind the glasses shone green, and the face, gray and uncertain in the light of the one candle, turned toward the window with a malignant grin. The pistol went off with a startling clamor. The woman leaped to her feet and whirled out of the room. Jim, with both hands clasped over his heart, where the bullet seemed to lodge, rushed to an open window and balanced, ready to leap into the air. On firing the shot, and seeing that it had sped to its mark, the constable slid down the ladder and ran around to this window. He saw the dark form of the robber shoot into space and disappear in the grass. "'I have you!' he cried, and sprang to the spot where goggle-eyed Jim had fallen. But nothing was there nothing but the long grass rustling in the evening wind no mark of a body no print of feet the constable lit his lantern but it revealed no trace of any human creature he knocked at the door of the house no answer he pushed the door open and ran through the rooms silent and empty all he went away in a hurry a few days later the body of the swamp angel who had betrayed the criminal was found floating in Lake Drummond with a buzzard perched on its breast. Is it any wonder that goggle-eyed Jim is thought to be the devil end of section seventy eight read by debbie tally san antonio texas june first twenty twenty two